Hello everyone and welcome to A Month on Fight with me, Stephen Jackson, aka CJ215 on BBG Wrestling um, Podcast Network. Uh, yeah, so this time we'll be covering October of this year, what's just gone. I need to thank, first of all, Fight for once again their incredible support of the um, BBG Wrestling Network. Um, fantastic stuff all around. Um, it's, as you will have seen, you know, we've been promoting so much stuff and they've been so kind to us, so I just need to say on air now, thank you so much, Fight, for um, sharing so much of your content with us and allowing us to um, share it with our listeners and with, you know, people who are listening to the podcast as well, you know, and I hope that listening to these shows that you're able to go away and think, yeah, I'll go and listen, to, I'll go and watch one of these shows or, you know, I'll go and listen to a bit more about these particular promotions because... There's so many great independent promotions out there and Fight are really ambassadors for um, independent wrestling and showcasing the best of what's on offer today. So, um, so yeah, so thank you. So, um, yeah, to start off, I'm going to be covering um, a show I'm really looking forward to talking about, which was um, Violence X Suffering's Legends Never Die. So this show took place on the 2nd of October um, last month. And I need to start off by saying that I think VXS um, is a fantastic promotion. They um, are really coming into their own. Um, they, they're kind of a, a hybrid. I always see them as kind of like a, a hybrid sort of GCW, the way they look, um, with the presentation and the graphics and the roster is stacked. You know, they've got such an incredible roster of talent and the way they promote the shows is brilliant. You know, they're bringing in so many um, current um, top wrestlers, future top wrestlers, and wrestlers like this show, legend wrestling legends, were legends from the past. So it's really a great um, you know promotion for anyone um, who's looking at an alternative to um, WWE or you know the mainstream wrestling promotions. I would say, um, if any of you have followed the company. You'll have known that um, the show preceding this, uh, No Justice, No Peace, it had a few issues in terms of um, the production and some of the um, actual organisation. No criticism towards the promotion whatsoever. It wasn't any of their fault. Um, I actually did watch that show and I thought with the limitations, all the wrestlers and all of the talent and the you know, production staff had, it was a fantastic show. I thought it was brilliant. So I recommend that show as well, No Justice, No Peace. Um, but thankfully for this show, um, Legends Never Die, it thankfully all went off without a hitch. Um, it was brilliant. Uh, I thought that the um, the there was so much variety on this show. Um, it was really heavily promoted, and it really did um, make me so proud to be a fan of independent wrestling. Um, and this is what I love about indie wrestling is that you can have so many different styles, so many different wrestlers, so many different styles of match, something to appeal to everyone. It was brilliant. Um, and there was history to this show as well because we kind of had the um, last hurrah of um, Matrimont and uh, Homicide. So Matrimont, the um, sort of legendary deathmatch slash hardcore wrestler, is um, sort of having a, um, well, he has had a retirement tour and one of his matches was at VXS um, for this show against Homicide. Um, many of you all know Homicide from Impact Wrestling and TNA and Ring of Honor. Um, another sort of hardcore legend of the um, 21st century. He's sort of winding his career down as well. So it was kind of a historic show for that as well. 
um, which added into the intrigue of it and excitement. Um, and we also, as well, got two returning legends in the um, form of uh, Sabu um, and Two Called Scorpio of ECW fame. Uh, Two Called Scorpio, wow, this guy can still go. He was facing Jordan Oliver in, you know, this show. And he's brilliant. You know, I've loved Two Called since he was in uh, ECW, WWF as Flash Funk. And today as well, he just he's able to just work so well, you know he's brilliant, and um, he also recently wrestled um, for the culture, for um, GCW as well. So he's really um, coming into his own. And Sabu as well recently fought GCW um, for the last resort against uh, Matt, uh, Matthew Justice, and you can hear the review for that as well at um, BBG Wrestling, which I covered recently. Um, yeah, so this show was fantastic. We had Nick Gage on commentary because he's recently out of action. So that was cool as well, hearing Nick Gage's comments on the matches. Um, the venue was brilliant. I love how um, independent promotions are able to find these unique venues. And I think it really adds into the intrigue of the shows. And especially VXS, I feel they find these really fun venues to have wrestling events. And this was no different. It really am... Um, added into the show because you know in these times of covid um ordinarily you would have a rabid fan base and you'd have a lot of fans in the um you know the the venues but unfortunately that isn't the case so um so it was fun that they had a really unique venue kind of looked very much like um those old school sort of um tapings for you know the nwa or mid-atlantic so i really liked that um, i just can't remember off the top of my head where the show was recorded so my apologies um in terms of the match of the night or the match of the show, because these are all sort of whistle-stop tours of these shows, um, much like the last time I did a month on fight, um, it's kind of just to showcase the different promotions I've watched and then you can go out and see what you fancy watching. Um, but the match of the show, I would definitely say for me, was Calvin Tankman against Daniel Garcia. This was brutal. You know, this ended in referee stoppage. This was a match which I didn't ex know what to expect going in and you know it lived up to so many expectations um Calvin Tankman is a man who he's got the um world at his feet he's um so so talented at what he does he's incredible you know and this match was such a great showcase for him so many brutal strikes so many great submissions um so two hosses going at it and Daniel Garcia as well excuse me such a great technical wrestler you know um two up-and-coming independent talents who were able to go out there and just showcase what they can do to the world and this really did that so well um and I need to say as well that um you know Daniel Garcia although Calvin Tankman recently has been showcased uh, heavily for GCW and um, for Paradigm Pro Wrestling and Black Label Pro predominantly. Uh, Daniel Garcia, you know, if anyone's listening to this review, sign this guy up, get this guy on your shows because he's got the talent there to be able to appear, you know, for anywhere and, you know, wrestle anybody. He's brilliant, you know, um, nothing bad to say about him. And this match, you know, was, it was so, so good. You know, it, it, it just ticked all the boxes for those, you know, brutal sort of um, host battles, what we all love, you know, and I really recommend everyone going out and checking this thing out. It was brilliant. Um, and, you know, definitely the my match of the show. But another match I would say what definitely ticked all the boxes for me, and it was definitely a dream match, and many other people would probably classify it as a, it as a dream match, excuse me, 
was um, Leo Rush taking on Brian Cage. And this was, you know, again, absolutely fantastic. You know, Leo Rush, since he's left WWE, um, he's, I wish he'd never joined WWE personally. Um, not that he had a bad career there, but just as he joined, he was at his peak on the independence in Ring of Honor and, you know, CZW and the like. And he's come back and he's not lost a beat. You know, he's been, you know, tearing it up. And this match against Brian Cage, again, it was fast. It was innovative. It was hard. It was hard hitting, technical, um, you know, beautifully wrestled, you know, the the sort of bully against the um the the younger um sort of you know smaller wrestler. It was wonderful stuff. Absolutely wonderful stuff. And, you know, I will say that this mat this show, sorry, along with this match, full of variety, something for everybody. You know, you had hardcore wrestling, you had high flying wrestling, you had hard hitting wrestling, you had high-flying wrestling, you had returning legends, everything was on this show, what you would love as a wrestling fan, you know, one of those wrestling shows you watch and you go away and you think, yeah, that's why I love independent wrestling and wrestling as a whole, I thought it was brilliant, props to VXS, Violence X Suffering for putting this on, because, you know, I loved it, and, you know, definitely a show I would recommend that everyone goes and checks out, so, um, yeah, that was uh, VXS Legends Never Die, the first of these um, mini-reviews. Definitely check that one out. And then following on from that, I'm going to be talking about um, United Wrestling Network's Primetime Live. So you'll have remembered that in my last review, I mentioned how um, the United Wrestling Network have started their own weekly sort of pay-per-views, similar to that of uh, TNA in its early days. Um, they take place on a Tuesday evening and the show's kind of a hybrid of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and um, NWA Power and um, yeah it's really, um, I love it, it's really coming into its own this promotion and this show, um, the you know the way it's shot, the way it's produced, the way it's um, delivered to its audience, the way it's promoted on social media, I think it's uh, the roster, I think it's brilliant. You know, this is the kind of wrestling what I love. You know, there's something there, you know, in UWN which people need to, um, you know, check out. And, you know, I've been a big fan of championship wrestling um, from Hollywood and championship wrestling from Arizona for a long time. And I need to give props to David Marquez and um, his team for putting on this, you know, brilliant weekly show, which um, I know that a lot of people may be put off by the fact that you've got to pay each week to watch it. But it really is worth watching because it really is something different, it's something fun, it's a, again a real um, flashback to the times, uh, or throwback of times gone by but with a modern twist and you know it really um, makes you realise just how um, there's an alternative there to the major promotions and how, you know, the NWA really still is relevant, um, not that it wasn't, but the way it's worked with UWN to produce this great show, it's it's brilliant, you know, I'm hooked to this every week, um, you know, weekly wrestling, you know, is always one of those things where it has to keep you sucked in, and this really is, I think it's brilliantly paced, I think it's, you know, got a really great variety of talent, and, you know, the storyline elements are wonderful, 
you know, um, and we've had great returns as well. So recently, uh, James Storm returned to um the uh to the UWN. Um, he had appeared previously in Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, I believe, um, and the NWA, which was brilliant. Um, of all people, um, the Pope, the Angelo De Niro, formerly Elijah Burke in WWE, um, came to the show, which was awesome, which I'll talk about a little bit later on. Um, and of all people, um, Eric Rowan, now known as Eric Redblood, uh, Rick Beard, sorry, my, my apologies, Eric Redbeard, um, as he's known now, came to the show as well. Um, and he, um, will be one of eight men taking um, on a championship tournament to be crowned the first United Wrestling Network heavyweight champion, um, which again, you know, I'm really, really stoked for. So um, that was mentioned in episode six, um, which was a really great highlight. So the tournament will um, include um, Eric Redbeard, uh, David Boy Smith Jr., Watts, who's a f um, wrestler from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and Arizona, Carl uh, Fredericks, um, who now appears in New Japan Pro Wrestling, Fred Rosa, uh, Rosa, Rosa, uh, Chris Dickinson, who you may have heard me refer, uh, or well, review his matches from Game Changer Wrestling, um, the Miracle Mike Bennett, Bennett who um, was in the first main event of the first show, uh, UWM Primetime, former WWE and Ring of Honor star, and uh, Pretty Peter Avalon, who is um, a member of the AEW roster, but also wrestles predominantly for UWN and NWA. This is, you know, so fun. Um, can't wait for this. You know, this is going to be brilliant. Um, really recommend people checking this out because it's going to be, you know, such a great tournament with so many great different wrestlers from around the um, world and different promotions. Um, New Japan, the NWA, um, you know, the independence of Game Changer Wrestling. Um, and it's just such a great you know, great show. It makes you feel good about watching wrestling. This show, it's brilliant. Um, in terms of my match of the month from UWM Primetime Live, I have to go with um, Serena Deeb against uh, Thunder Rosa for the NWA World uh, Women's title. Uh, sorry, NWA Women's Championship. This was, you know, the women's wrestling on this show. I need to point out as well is top notch stuff. You know, um, if you want to watch great women's wrestling on the independent scene, this is where to see it. Um, this was another match which just, you know, ticked all the boxes. It was great technical wrestling. It was hard-hitting. It was exciting. It was full of developments and swerves. And, you know, you never knew who was going to get the win. But um, it was it was wonderful. You know, a, a real pleasure to watch this, you know, female um, battle. And makes you show, makes you realise that women's wrestling still is arguably, if not the best wrestling in the world, more so than you know male wrestling. Um, wonderful stuff, wonderful stuff. And um, coming in a close second, but for historical reasons, um, I would say another match to check out is a uh, Zicky Dice against um, the Pope D'Angelo De Niro, um, which was for the NWA National Heavyweight Championship. Um, Zicky Dice is very much the throwback of the eighties, sort of um, Eddie um, Eddie Gilbert, sort of um, uh, well um, charismatic, um, cocky heel esque um you know wrestler and the pope the angelo de Niro is such a unique character this was you know a great throwback to those charismatic matches back in the day 
wonderful wrestling once again. You know, they both um, put on a great performance. The NWA national title is such a unique championship. And, um, you know, they both, um, you know, just took it to one another. And it was a great main event from, you know, episode six, I believe, of uh, UWM Primetime Live. I've got nothing negative to say about this show. I recommend it to anybody who wants to see an alternative to weekly wrestling today in any major promotion. And, you know, um, it's it's on every Thursday, sorry, every Tuesday. And just check it out. You know, there's no harm in checking it out. See what you think, because I've been loving it. And, you know, I, I think that it needs to be seen by more people. I think it's definitely something which is going to grow and something which we're all going to, you know, enjoy as the year goes on. So that was UWM Primetime Live. And then the last show I'll be talking about for this edition of um, A Month on Fight is AEW's Alive, sorry, AAW's Alive, which took place on October the 29th of uh, last month. So, um, yeah, this was um, an interesting show. Um, the recent um, AAW um, you know, promotion, it, it's been a bit hit and miss given a few situations and, you know, COVID kind of hit them quite severely. But, um, you know, to come back, they've got a great roster and, you know, if anyone knows the history of the promotion, you'll know that they're definitely one of the top independent promotions out there today and um, they've really come back with a bang. This was brilliant. You know, they've got a great mixture of talent from AEW, Impact Wrestling and the Indies and, you know, they really have such a unique, again, a unique look. I want to say this, you know, each of these different shows I'm reviewing, they all have different looks, they all have different... um you know, presentations and different appeals to different fans. But they all, you know, look so well well produced and so well, um, you know, the production values are so top-notch, you know, you can't not be invested in it. And then AAW, again, was, you know, unbelievable. Um, this show, again, was full of variety. It had a great storyline element, so many great storyline elements to it. Great storyline show, definitely a show that would get you invested to watch something else had you not seen the show before, or the promotion before, I should say. Um, and the the wrestlers themselves, they all put on great performances. Um, the match of the show, without doubt, was ACH against Fred Yehi. ACH, since he's come back to the independent scene, much like... Uh, Leo Rush has been just on a tear against everybody. He's absolutely phenomenal. Um, Freddie Ahai, you know, star of um, Evolve and WWN, he's one of the best technical wrestlers in the world today. They just meshed so well. Um, Freddie Ahai so underestimated, um, I believe, and, and by that I mean that he might not necessarily um, be sort of on the um, sort of... He's not around many promotions like a lot of independent wrestlers, but the ones he does appear on, you know, he's got a strong following, and I think he really um, is a wrestler you need to all seek out and need to watch more of. Had you not seen his work, he's he's brilliant, and this match was just such a um, you know clash of styles, and it was so well wrestled. You know, it was a draw as well, so I always enjoy draws. You know, they had a bit of intrigue there to see whether they'll go back at it again, which lends some great storyline elements as well. Um, the, another close contender for match of the night for me was Blake Christian taking on Stephen Wolf. So as we know, Blake Christian, GCW and New Japan star, the world's at his feet again. His you know 
so so great what he's doing he's you know 2020 has been his year and Stephen Wolf this year um he's just been you know phenomenal as well you know he's really come out into his own after working so hard on the independent scene and these two you know meshed beautifully they um had a match as well which was uh, there was a little great high flying in it but what I liked about it was that there are elements there which they can build upon in later matches so this was kind of a taste of stuff they can do later on um it was you know definitely a match and which um left more to come and much like Stephen Wolf, there's more to come from him and Blake we've seen his work and there's more to come from Blake as well definitely in this promotion of AEW um but again much like um the matches sorry the promotions I've uh, mentioned earlier on lots of variety in this show lots of great um talent who are showcased um lots of talents you'll know from other promotions um it was a blast to watch um just under 3 hours and um the production values once again absolutely brilliant you know it, it has its own identity AEW um it definitely is a promotion which um knows its fan base but also is able to gain new fans through its work and um i love this thing i thought this was another great show it was a blast to watch there was nothing um negative on this show uh and you know if you want to see a match which um will make will make you want to see more of a wrestler it was definitely ACH against Freddie High and I thought this was a brilliant you know showcase for him and you know I thought that um they all three of these shows I will say were phenomenal um it was really hard for me to pick a show to sort of say was my show of this episode but it definitely had to be uh, VXS's Violent Sex Sufferings, Legends Never Die. Um, they're an up-and-coming promotion. They deserve so much attention. Um, they, they really are coming into their own in 2020, especially throughout this COVID epidemic. And I think after the um, difficulties they had through the... Um, you know, earlier this year with the show they tried to produce, the fact that they've come back and bounced with this strong show, I think really shows a lot about their resilience in, you know, wrestling um, on the independent scene. And they really have such a great roster and a great look that I really recommend you check out the show. And I hope that you do enjoy it if you do check it out. Um, but also I feel you do need to watch um, UWN uh, Primetime Live because, you know, um, the the work what's put into this show throughout, I mean, regardless of a COVID epidemic, the fact that they've come from relatively very little to produce this weekly show and have these brilliant production values, this brilliant roster, this great social media presence, um, this great um, level of content, you know, they, they definitely deserve so much more attention, I feel, than what they're getting and so much more um, mainstream coverage than what they're getting. Um, if you want to watch an alternative to WWE or um, AEW, definitely check out UWM Primetime Live. Even if you just look at the first episode, um, you know, I, I, I feel... You know, they, you at least deserve to see something... I feel they at least deserve you to see something different. And I think the interesting thing is, is there are so many, um, you know, faces there who people will recognise that, you know, you'll be coming 
um, back for more. You know, I've been doing, I mean, I'm a fan of them for a long time, but you'll be coming back and you'll be thinking, you know, oh, that was a great match. What else have they got next? What else have they got next? It'll draw you in, you know, and I think that's the great thing about wrestling. All three of these shows will draw you into the individual promotions. They'll make you want to see more of what they've got to deliver. All of these wrestlers will make you want to see more of their work and will want to see more from what they've got to showcase on fight, both in the future and from the back catalogues. You know, um, just a brilliant month once again from fight, and I just need to thank them again, you know, for allowing me to um, watch these shows and then be able to share my thoughts with you all on the um, BBG Wrestling Network, you know, because I want people to be able to experience independent wrestling um, as much and enjoy it as much as I do. So, um, so yeah, that's a very short and sweet um, month on fight for me for October 2020. Um, just to finish off, um, uh, you can catch us on um, our website at bbgwrestling.com or you can follow us on Twitter at bbgwrestling. So, um, so yeah, there'll be some more things in the pipeline for fight. Um, thank you once again, everybody, for all of your support, all of your... Um, you know, uh, listens, likes, shares, subscriptions. Um, we really do appreciate it so much. And, you know, Fight is such a great um, platform for wrestling that, you know, I definitely recommend you all at least, you know, check out one or two on all of these shows, you know, because um, much like last month, you know, there's so much great content on there that I want to be able to showcase that to everybody. And um, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this review, or these these reviews once again. And um, I'll catch you all again next month for a month on fight, which will be November 2020. So thank you, everyone. See you later.